Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than 88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Brubble. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries, for a limited time. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison to prior classic burgers. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Hello, Mr. Putin. It is me, Hilaria. And I wish you would... How you say cucumber? I wish you would stop the... Or how you say... The bombing. There you go. You have Thank to you. Also, my husband is innocent. He Aww. farted and pushed the trigger on the accident. Hilarious. How do you say, oh, well, accidental murder? You are just such a loyal wife, Hilaria. I'm Spanish. I know. You're so not American. You see? W- welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben. My hey. husband is innocent. I know. He didn't do anything wrong, did he, Hilaria? No, just very good. <laughs> Very just like Stephen Baldwin. Absolutely. Well, hey everyone, how y'all doing out there? By the way, we heard. I don't know if you know about this. Hank the Tank. All right. We heard all about it. No, honestly, no, no. Kissel, you're mad. You're I'm mad for someone. You're not... more triggered because everyone's like, "Cause you guys stop feeding the bears." Like okay. it's a thing you actively do. Which we, honestly, you might. I don't know done, what you do when you're out of town. We've done a show for 11 years. We've comp, uh, we've discussed so much content, so many controversial viewpoints, perhaps expressed. What? Even the most amount of DMs I have ever received in my inbox was about Hank the Tank. Was about bears. I said that I would single handedly give a bear a sandwich. You're a bastard. I did not say I was going to build a pile of food that then all the bears would become reliant um, on. I seem all to remember. I an is, evening that you and I spent at the Mandalay Bay, this oh maybe this Saturday, where you said something along the lines of pop-up food trucks specifically for <laughs> bears, where you wanted to put together a food giveaway, a yes. teach bears how to cook seminar. I would love to see Guy Fietti teach some bears how to make trash can nachos at Flavortown, which by the way, Henry and I, we did have a wonderful weekend in Las Vegas. I did go to Flavortown. That's <laughs> at the Link Casino, Ugh. and it was Ugh. truly Amazing. I'm know. telling you, it is elevated bar food. But guy is no he, it was flavored up. Anyway, I mean, sure, it has a flavor. We we um, do understand now. Hank the tank was not just a bear. He is in fact three. I was saddened by this news because I think a lot of people were because, yes, people are saying, oh, it's vindicating Hank the Tank. He won't be murdered. But I was so excited for the For what? For the, the American legend that was Hank the Tank, the Paul Bunyan style. <laughs> 
folklore. Like it, it felt like it was a piece of American folklore that we were watching getting birthed. And well, I wish that we were a part of it. But I, it Hank is true. The, Hank the Tank is still a 500 pound bear. Now, this is another example of bearism and weightism. Mm. Oh, who's breaking They're into our hotels? Who's uh, breaking into our uh, refrigerators? That one Must big be the fat, fat guy bear. bear. Yeah. yeah, maybe it wasn't the fat guy bear. Maybe it was three little bears that ate a mu- as much as one fat guy bear. And now all of a sudden you're going to shoot me? I'm getting pretty upset. <laughs> You're already very heated. Very I had to drive morning. so many hours today. <laughs> you did. You just, lost your car keys. You had I don't to want to talk about it. You had to find, find your way back from Vegas it's, to go right into our workday. You know, honestly, you're in a lot better shape than I thought you would be. I shouldn't be talking to a gas station attendant right now. <laughs> I am talking theoretically to the globe. There's no reason why this should uh, be happening. Right. But anyway, here so. we go. So we got the, the paper of good repute. The, sure. the paper of ill repute, New York Times. The paper. Um, they um, they basically they're reporting. Wait, so the, wait, the Times reported on Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank. Got we were in the middle of a, we, uh, an actual okay. like the beginnings of a, a hot Perhaps, war with yeah. Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah no, no, yeah. this needed attention. This is big. Well, how so, did they mess up this story? There's no way. Apparently, yeah, they said something about Hank the Tank would definitely be pro-war with Ukraine. Like they, they, <laughs> he's saying that, like Hank the Tank says, send in bombs. Um, wow, Hank. But the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, right? They said that they don't think it's acted alone. Now, this came out, of course, the day after we recorded. Oh, well, naturally. Now, according to the agency, um, now they, I guess, they have collected DNA uh-huh. from these bears, right, for the last several months and now and they went through the analyze it real quick did they um have they have they talked solve with, the like, murder of jean benet ramsey no or the innocence project no like so they just out of, we can't we have so many different types of people behind bars mm-hmm. maybe innocent dna might be able to clear their name mm-hmm. but they said no Mm-mm. this is where we're going to use Hank the tank. top we are csi one bear was saved this week by the, by, by dna but these are nature cups Nature cops are pretty cool. Though. Yeah, this is like this is the, they stop fire they stop forest fires they keep squirrels from raping each other. These guys are honestly it's really incredible what they do over there. Okay. Um, now they said they, they until this update the people have been kind of mad about this because everyone's been pinning it on Hank the Tank. They're yes. saying that Hank the Tank needs to get shot in the head because he is essentially like Two Face of the bear world. They it was, were, everyone's afraid of him, right? and that's why I defended Hank the Tank, and I always will defend Hank the Tank. And think about this and this. These words by the the paper of ill repute, New York Times, this who's described Hank, whose portly frame and prodigious appetite were looked on across the world as some mix of admirable and relatable. That is so much bullshit. I hate them for a description of a bear. Also, portly. I was called portly. That was my. I was fifty-four portly. That was my jacket size. And again, I'm going to say. Well-framed, big boy, survivor. I think it should be labeled as Marshmallow Man. Oh. Um, and honestly, it's nice to be part of the Marshmallow community. Now, this I would is- love to see if we were in Ghostbusters, just the huge big tit you would have summoned oh, at the yeah, end. You- think of something positive. It's Gianna Michaels. Oh, my God. Um, this. So they actually <laughs> said something that's very similar to what you just said. This is what the Wildlife Department said. Identifying bears simply by their visible physical characteristics can lead to misidentifying bears and therefore confusing management efforts. See? So they, they do. They do acknowledge that we can't just judge a bear by its hornets. Well, I am just right? so happy there are some officers in this country. Yes, sure. They happen to work solely with animals that take the time not just to judge, but to also investigate and clear innocent people who are being framed by skinny Horrible. What? Yes. Little. Choose. 
What's your word? Campers. Okay, campers. Good. All I'm right. glad it was not Jews. Now, <laughs> this even. is a, Oh, my I'm, goodness. I'm very Henry's a Browski. Um, but this, it's interesting because, yeah, they're saying three. I, we feel like we should get them on human crimes. I feel like they should be doing human crimes I because agree. they busted, they turned this they turned this around real fucking fast. And uh, they are now, because of the efforts <laughs> and because of the general sentiment from the American people, whoever is caught for this so-called pizza rummaging inside people's homes, Aww. this forced pizza rummaging, they're saying that they will not be euthanized, that they will let the bears live. And I think that oh. that's incredibly nice. And it actually shows that sometimes, every once in a while, what we say matters. Absolutely. Well, speaking of food and... Um you also, know, it's a way for us to feel satisfied for a hot minute so you don't think about all the other ways that you're completely disenfranchised or no one gives a fucking shit above the line in any way, shape, or form and how we are manipulated by the U.S. government up until up until this day. Well, it is interesting you did bring it back there, though. I'm just you? saying. You did bring it back there. So, oh, I almost did forget because I was like, oh, hey, take he's innocent. And then that's right. I forgot we're still See, on episode five of MK Ultra. So. I need out. I need, I need to clear my mind. All right. Well, I am just, I am Project Monarch. I mean, if I went to the Project Monarch training, I don't know if I could get anybody <laughs> fucking, to, I don't know if anybody would suck my dick. I don't know if I'd be able to suck anybody's dick. They'd smell me coming from a mile. It sounds to me like you're about to stress eat because that's what <laughs> people like you and I do. I do. Be very careful. Adding more stressor to the idea of stress eating. You heard this story. We talked about it. The student. Oh, he God. Ate, he, he ate some old Chinese food. This is not Much good. like Hank the Tank would. But I don't think Hank the Tank would suffer the same horrible horrible side effects this dude this story man this is really a story it's a warning this is about, a warning it's a warning about what can happen if you are vaccinated against certain things as a child and right? to be honest i can't believe that this didn't happen to us we are we have dodged so many bullets if eating leftover chinese food can lead to what happened to this man we're all in danger. Now, I guess it's like he got some form of meningitis from food that was left. I guess he had it. In th I don't know what happens, but he didn't get any sort of well, inoculations. From he, it, said, right? he said that he had menin. Yeah, he did not have the inoculation for meningitis. He also didn't realize meningitis was hiding inside of his lo mein chicken could, and rice. Well, I didn't know that it could happen. I didn't know that it did work like this, but they're calling it a perfect storm. I don't really know what it is. I don't know either. <laughs> I, it's a young man. He was 19 years old. And if you look at him now, the, he looks. Oh okay, so from oh. this leftover food, leftover oh. delivery food in his fucking refrigerator, he lost both of his legs oh. and he is covered in like weeping sores. Oh. His whole body is absolutely jacked. It he's is jacked. This is not good. He's bleeding. Um, he's got he's been vomiting red brown. That's all they're saying. It red literally just says he vomitus. The vomitus was red brown. And the abdominal pain and vomiting were followed by the development of chills, generalized weakness, progressively worsening diffuse myalgias, oh which my. is also what I'd be like if I met Harry Styles. Malaysia. 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 Hilaria? Chest pain, shortness of breath. I mean, I don't know what the hell he did. And then he had a oh fuck, holy Dude, god, he had a hundred and six fucking temp degree. So, uh, fever. According to uh, Dr. Bernard, who uh, he says um, this was a freak accident happening in a perfect storm, as Henry said, of events. Uh, the multiple organ failure, skin mottling, and a rapidly progressive reticular rash. Oh. The patient had this stuff going on for about 20 hours. And oh. then he's like, I better go to the doctor. He went to the doctor. And that's where we're seeing all of the pictures. He looks like he is in 28 days later. And he is not one of the heroes. He is indeed a zombie. Oh, it's and not I good. I just didn't it know I had to be scared. 
of leftovers because I consumed all weekend those, number one, because I mm. ordered about $500 worth of food on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, or on, yeah, yeah. on Friday, just kind of let it go through something. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but no, that's fine. Because but so got, I'm going to, I'm just, just, it's just, uh, I don't need this today. And I will say, you know that this is not really vaccine propaganda because it's from the New York Post. And New York Post is really kind of like, they're all over the place with their with their opinions. They're, they're a just fun point, paper. They are pointing out that it's one of, th- he only got one of the three doses of meningococcal, meningococcal <laughs> conjugate, whatever the fuck it is. But he only got, one, but it's mostly just, you have to get, watch out. He did get the one that saved his cock. God. Isn't that nice? He should have gotten the legs one or the arms one. I don't know what kind of working condition his cock and balls are going to be in after this because if if it traveled all the way down the way it did, it's just not fucking good. And now I'm just like... You'll never eat leftovers again. Well, after getting parts of all of his fingers, his legs below his knees amputated, uh, this is according to the article, the man went on to have, quote, a relatively good recovery. <laughs> so isn't that, but I oh, feel like a mean. relatively good recovery is like, I got at least one of my legs. I could still see out the window. Like, it's, you're just happy that you can <laughs> see out of a window? Oh, man. It's also just, I feel so bad. Obviously, truly, we're kind of making some jokes here, but he's just a 19-year-old dude. Yeah, he's he not deserve no. this he doesn't he doesn't he did yeah he did not know and then it's also like he doesn't get any benefits of being no, a war veteran no no he doesn't get like no. anything where it's like yeah, no sympathy no, no sympathy. you don't get sympathy for this no no nobody can they are all just everyone's just looking at you mostly i would look at you like i fucking hope to god that doesn't happen to me yeah like just because i can't deal with it i don't want to deal with or i don't want to lose my legs in that way if i'm losing my legs i will have earned that factor by diabetes slowly by, by a life of of excellent high value food yep. choices just like Waylon Jennings who when he when he left this earth he did not have any feet <laughs> uh, because the bee just took him his but feet, you know what his you, feet beat him to heaven that's correct so anyway if you got some old food be very careful i don't even know how you know if it's bad or not like, you know, because Natalie is a little bit of a person. She's way more lenient with when she would eat like leftovers. I get freaked out about old food and I don't eat old food. I get a I'll little bit freaked. I know you love I'm it. I'm a tank. And you, but you're like that. You don't really get you've had you had COVID like nine times. Your 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 blood is thick. It comes out like sometimes your blood is white. <laughs> which I've seen, which that is, is strange. Cold. I don't is know a, what happened. That's semen. <laughs> that is not. If if anyone is just like, no, I just bleed white. It's like, no, you just came that's all calm. over me. That's and you need to stop doing that. All right. So be careful. Oh, and I wonder what. I I hope someone called the restaurants. Like, uh, someone took a shit in your lo mein. I don't even know how. What is it? also? What does it must be something fecal related? It might be, which is also super nasty. Because well, also, you just don't know. It's one of those things where it's like why uh, a restaurant. It's why a restaurant will sometimes get a low rating because it's really no oh, because like because the clients lose both of their legs and their arms because of meningitis. They'll I'd get a low a, rating. I'd give it a B plus. A the B restaurant. Plus. You know okay. what I mean, I'm not giving it an A. <laughs> but actually, I don't know how. Honestly. Side stories lpotl at gmail.com how does poo poo get in our food without they're just because i know you guys i love our restaurant industry workers i love all our fucking people back back of house front of house absolutely love everybody you are the true warriors of american culture you and are i i you know that dookie it's not like you guys are taking active shits in food and there i know you might, won't do that there may okay i'm not gonna say i had friends that may have done stuff like of pissing course. in the pickle jars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. Then when they that's worked, at the, when they worked in Arby's, that's shenanigans. That's not bio warfare. It kind of is. Sure. But I also just wonder if it's just like booger boys. Just people are full of shit. Oh, you sometimes. fart? Did you fart hard? You could have farted on it as a joke. Like, oh man. There's or did a you lot fart of stuff. near it? 
figure no one will know because let's oh, say you're man. a cook and you've been out all night doing fucking coke, fucking chasing after your girlfriend. You don't know where she is. She went missing sure. by the shipyards. All of a sudden, she's texting you from another man's number. Oh, your my. whole life's a fucking wreck. Right. And all of a sudden, you got to show up to Flavortown. You've got this six no, foot seven man out there Flavortown going, on, Where's guy? Where's guy? Where's guy? And you got to go and fight. You got to get that guy back on society side well, with chicken wings i did not have a chance to see guy but i did have a chance to take a picture next to one of the plates the guy signed <laughs> and I, I just showed it to henry and guy said so guy you know how funny he is he said on a plate he said i did what that's <laughs> he's a funny guy he's a funny guy God, guy is there he's still and got it guy is there carrot top also signed one of the plates wing 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 hello carrot top you know what i don't like that one <laughs> that one I don't like. What about I, that Bloody Mary that Kepper got, my boy? Honestly, yeah, it's a very it's big insane. Bloody Mary. Honestly, oh, really right. good for him. Um, now, this story is also about how, like, what I actually, I I almost could see it would happen outside of a flavor town because when it comes down to it, you know, customer service in this country, oh, don't even get me started. Well, you know. It's been it's doing, a, it's actually been doing very well in terms the, of the fact that we've just, we're crawling out of a pandemic. The industry is doing great, but if you're out there. One thing about uh, Vegas, you people watch. And I oh, did overhear some rude toods people are, from the customer assholes. class. Of course, they, they say, are assholes. Be respectful. I mean, you were in Flavortown here. It's not going to be perfect. You're being invited but into a restaurant's home. You yeah. are When you go into a restaurant, you are a guest in that restaurant's home. And you should you should consider yourself as, that, as such. Live from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Save big money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Save big money at Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM. 
this next story, because we're just almost sticking solely with restaurants and food There's today. There's a lot Why of not? food crime today. This would have never happened at Flavortown because a Texas man at a restaurant got super pissed because he wasn't given enough barbecue sauce. I'm going to say this is, it might not be about the barbecue sauce, but this is <laughs> Andre Tomas. Um, he's 36 years young. He's facing two charges of aggravated assault um, because he thought that with he With a did, deadly weapon. With a deadly weapon because he said there was not enough barbecue sauce in his go, his to-go order. You know. Which is also is, like, you can just go back and get it. Well, that is the one of the things with the to-go order. This is why every time I go to my Ralph's, that's here in Los Angeles. It's like what you call a, it's a, it's a grocery store here in Los it's Angeles. It's a grocery store. Ralph's. Um, I always pick up condiments because you can't trust these delivery services no, you to bring have you to the condiments. You really do. The condiment is on you. This is about of. America. This is like how, the same way we have to handle our own health care, the same way we have to probably teach our own children eventually. We also need to provide ourselves our own condiments that we want in this country because you have the freedom to do everything on your own here. And perhaps if that man would have put some Frank's Red Hot on that low main, it could have killed whatever the toxin was. Or and the da bomb. Or the da bomb stuff. But yeah, okay, so he was like, he walked in, he got his to go, he got his to go order, and he left. Yeah, he then but, came uh, and back. He got the two, he got the uh, to go order from a place called Dickie's Barbecue Pit. I bet you it's good. Sure. I don't know. I've never. This is in Houston. Honestly, tell us if it's a good Houston. Now he walked back. He was angry and he was upset. And he said that because he said to them, "Hey, I I didn't get enough barbecue sauce, right? Uh -huh. Sure." And you're like, everyone's like, you know, and they said straight up, like, sure. So they gave him huh? more barbecue sauce. Okay, what's he complaining about then? He then walked back out, came back in, decided that the way the handoff of the barbecue sauce went, like oh he didn't get, more, like they didn't, I guess, like go, oh, Mister, Mister, were they supposed to? Oh, Mister Tomas, oh how, oh I wish this is enough for you. What do they want? He wanted to get like juice, like oh come back to the barbecue enema room then, sir. I don't and know. And we'll fill you so full of so much barbecue sauce you'll never want for more. But then he came back and he says, I'm gonna kill everyone in this restaurant. This is like a heightening of a situation that I don't think needs to happen. Dude, and then he walked out and he broke the arm of one of the people inside of the restaurant. Jeez. And he went outside and he waited for people to leave and started shooting. He waited till the store closed. This is how angry he is. Okay. He could have went to the store and bought barbecue sauce and have put it on the food he already had right. in the amount of time that he just sat and he waited for the restaurant to close. And then as people were leaving, he started shooting up the front of the restaurant again. Sidestoryslpotl.gmail.com. Again, email us. Is that place good enough to kill over? I really don't think Cause so. Because this Dickies, man. I don't know what's wrong. I, mean, I don't know if Dickies is so good that yeah. that's why he needed this barbecue sauce, or is Dickies so bad that he felt that hey, you should be compensating me with barbecue sauce for me just patronizing the store. I'm gonna say Thomas might find himself back in jail. He mm -hmm. has a he has a pretty lengthy criminal history going back mm. to 2009. Yes, he uh, he's got a you know, he's a pretty big rap sheet there, and now he's facing five other felony bonds. Yeah, I don't including think retaliation, harassment, felony felony possession of a weapon, assault of a police officer, and assault on a family member. And that had nothing to do with barbecue sauce. No, so, he just, he w attacked everyone. He, he was very seemed, mad. It just seemed like whoever he interacted with that day. He's been attacking. Yeah, he's just going to attack. Them. And it's about the barbecue sauce. Now, here's another story <laughs> that is um, very, uh, this is a little bit more frightening, but it's also like, you don't really know your your kids. 
all you the don't, time. You, you only don't know. Really it, know. I mean, you can only know them at some point. Don't they just become their own people? They become adults. They do. They become adults, and they you do. don't know who those adults are going to be. And sometimes they become fairly twisted up mentally, and then maybe they can come back and kill you. I don't know. I don't um, know. But this is a story of Christopher Clairbout. Now, this took place in Indiana. I'm not surprised. Um, but he went and uh, he basically uh, he beat his mother nearly to death and he tied her up with electrical cord Jeez. and he stabbed his father to death with a switchblade knife. And he said the reason why he did so is because he is both Donald Trump. But he's not. His name is uh, something else. He's not Donald Trump. His name is Christopher Brian Clairbot. But he said that he was Donald Trump. Well, he's not even close to the same age. No, absolutely. Anything. And then he said that he was black. He's not. Very much a white person. Okay. And then he said his parents were Bill and Hillary Clinton, um, which they're not because they're still alive. And they're still oh, out there, my God. Right? This is I mean, this guy. He I'm, said he was I'm... planning to arrest his mom and deliver her to Guantanamo Bay under the quote unquote war crimes act for the crimes that she has committed against him and the crimes that she has committed against the country. Um, he came in. He uh, stole his father's wallet and then he murdered the hell out of him. Slid his belly open with a uh, with Holy a switchblade knife. Crap. They found the father dead in the front he was like 75 years old holding his guts in like on the on the front he was suit. in the he was in the front driveway the like front driveway. please can you help me yep. and, and the just... people watch from afar what but do he you was do really if, very intense so you're the neighbor right you got the 75 year old man david uh claire that's his name and uh, all of a sudden you just see him doing that I bet you someone just closed the curtains and was like, didn't see that. American Idol's on. Well, especially if you're and in the then, middle of the Peloton. Oh, you If you're can't in the middle, stop. you can't stop. You, your whole ranking's going to get fucking uh, torched. And then how are people going to know that you're exercising? Um, <laughs> because you really want everyone to know everything that you're doing that might be kind of good for you. I just feel like I would really have a hard time. I would say I don't know how to help this person. But uh, I definitely don't expect to see my neighbor grabbing their well, guts and attempting to put them back inside of their body on a random whatever day. Well, he left with their car. So he stole his parents' car and he left it. And this is actually really, they found it because they, they found his, the father's dead body with what would look like a necklace pendant that appeared to be rounds of ammunition that were fashioned into the shape of the cross that he oh was wearing. Oh my God. Very well, similar. That's from the, from the son did that? Uh, yes, the son had so left him there. Very, very corny. But you know what's actually kind of like, it's. I guess it's good, but it's also one of those weird things that kind of felt like a commercial in the middle of this article is that they talk about how the car was equipped with an OnStar, right? So the OnStar, when they were looking for where he was driving, they located him on the OnStar, but I also didn't know that the OnStar could disable the car. And so they basically, crazy, in the right? terms of like, it's kind of fucking... It's very similar to the Minority Report in a it's way. It's crazy. Where that from this corporate hub, they could shut your car off. Yeah. And then so he was left without a car. And then he had to run and, into the forest where they finally got him. And one of the strangest things is the car was a uh, Chevy Traverse. The license plate for the car. I am not a vanity plate fan because, A, they don't age well. They Never. Uh, B, no one really knows what you're talking about. And they're no. just going to make fun of you. But the license plate on this car read, Prodigy. P-R-O-D-I-G-Y. That's what he is. I also think these parents may have thought very highly of themselves sure. or very highly of their son. I think they thought very highly of themselves. This is for, Or maybe it was their company. Maybe they had a company called Prodigy. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, uh, it is a brutal story. Oh, it's I really very intense. And you have to be, uh, you know, ha, 
Uh, how do we get here? Why true crime now? Why I don't true know. crime I don't know now? how you, you put all of these thoughts in your head. Obviously, it sounds like that he was very mentally ill or oh he was, God. or at least very confused. Uh, unless he was uh, part of some form of psychological experiment housed by the U.S. government. I could see how you grew. Like, I just don't know how he became Donald Trump. I don't know. And but like, the do parents- you think that he saw Donald Trump in the mirror? Like when he like looked in the mirror, he saw him. He's going like huge, necessary, huge. Like just him doing doing his like shit. Spray ass, painting his toilet gold. Doing I his don't. like perfect Alec Baldwin style Trump impersonation. How you say you come? How you say he should get an Amy for neighbor? He been a waiter. <laughs> he never he, he hit photographer. Yes. Thank you. He hilarious. Hit, he hit the child. Yes, but the neighbor a waiter. No, you're just you're standing by your man. They're kind of, but also I think how you say. Give me a divorce. Yes, there you, you almost said it. So Marsha, the mom of Christopher, she apparently was aware of this. She says he was ranting throughout the entire day. Oh, no, she had because um, she was tied up because she him. was tied up. Yes. And then so she said that all of those things that Henry just said that he believed he was black, that he was Donald Trump, Bill and Hillary uh, were the parents. Um, and then she, and then she also said that he would just spit on her and hit her in the face. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, yeah. It's very sad. She, he knew that she, her feet, she, oh she had my... problems with her feet and he kept stomping on her feet all day. This is a bad son. No, he's a bad son. He's a bad son. Bad he is not, son. He is not going to get the good son award. Oh, my god! You know who gets the good son award? Macaulay Culkin. Always. For his absolutely transformed performance I love in The Good Son. The, you know, the Culkin family. Truly talented. Very talented. I love the Culkin family. I just wish I could be a part of them. Yep. So, um, oh my God. He also insisted, this is according to Christopher again, and none of this is true, but he insisted his parents, quote, passed him around for sex as a child to a lot of politicians. Mr. Clarebout stated during the interview that he is Donald Trump again, and that his mother is Hill, Hillary and his dad he is might Bill. Have so he group sucked by the neighbors. I actually don't think that that's necessarily uh, that impossible. Like he could have definitely been been handed around like a hookah this to is a why, bunch of the but bunch of people that his dad worked with. I don't fucking know, but I we know until we see that information, you know. But this is why you do have to be freaking careful. And I'm a one a First Amendment. You can say any dumb shit you want, but also understand the power of the microphone because this man obviously had no ability to discern what's truth what's yep. not truth so if someone would say a conspiracy theory he was just like now that is a fact that has to be a fact and i heard it through a speaker yes because he uses terms like deep state operatives like so it's just you got to be careful out there when you are in the um, world of lying like alex jones to uh, at the very least just say every now and again i'm just making this up by the way well, or like you know i i feel like there there used to be more of this idea of like this is just my research. This is more like this is I'm asking questions like that idea of like asking questions, doing that kind Bill of stuff. Bill Cooper like, was the best. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. And so I feel like there was some of that where there was some caveats baked in to kind of protect themselves and protect their stations legally. Uh, but it also kind of keeps setting the tempo for the audience to like to at least <sighs> remind them, hey, this is a thought process here. We're just we're like we're spitballing. We're spitballing. We're trying to yeah. see and, and not like this is what is definitely happening. Absolutely. And apparently, according to the neighbors, they said they were very nice people. And the neighbor also said, I didn't see it coming. And uh, I would say, good. (laughs) 
what if she? I knew that this was how I, that this was how they were gonna die. Let's not go, I knew it. Yeah, we don't need to do pre-crime here, but uh, if you did suspect it, oh, it looks like he's about to gut his father. Yeah, finally, and him and the wife just both go like one gives the other twenty dollars. Like I guess you win. Today was the day. Also, the dispute is now being held at the Hamilton County Jail. Oh, speaking of fun things full of lies, Hamilton. Um, imagine. You're in jail. You stole a couple of Snickers bars. Maybe got a DUI. Accidents happen. You know, and obviously mistakes happen. I'm just saying nothing nefarious. And this guy just walks in. What are you in for? Stab my dad. I'm Donald Trump and I'm black. (laughs) And my mom is Hillary Clinton. Uh, My dad is Bill Clinton. I killed both of them. I'd be pulling up a stool. That's actually the man I do want to talk to. If I'm in jail for some reason that day, I'd be like, I want to hear how we got here. I want to talk directly to Donald Trump. I want to ask him all of these questions. What was it like filming The Apprentice? That's the type of stuff that you ask him then. Be like, what's the White House like? And then see what he says. See what his whole improv character bio comes up with. All right. Well, I suppose so. Well, this is actually this little story here. I don't think that you saw this one, Henry, but this is to hear this story. Speaking of good fathers, there was a couple of kidnappers and they abducted these two kids and then their father followed the suspects. And he said, those are the ones who stole my children and they were arrested. What? So I don't know. That makes me feel kind of good. I mean, he followed them for how long? Uh, for quite a while. This dude, Christopher Wade Schultz, man, he's fucking horrifying looking. He kidnapped two kids ages six and two. Oh, um God. God. Which not to be like too you know hacky, but you do you can you deal with that? A two year old <laughs> and a six year old, you dumpy dumb shit. You mean to this tell guy, me? Look at and this so guy. You think he's gonna deal with a two year old and a six year old? His life turned into the pedophile version of like where's Dutch? my car? Was it yeah Dutch <laughs> or was it Ice Cube movie where he had to like take all the kids to the mall? Was that? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my goodness, I forget. But yes, I know what you're talking about. So he is. Uh, he's been uh, charged and. Uh, you know, it's just a good thing that this father said, you know what? I'm going to assume when my children grew up, they're not going to kill me. So I'm going to go and I'm going to protect them. And uh, he was able to uh, allow the hey, sheriff's man. office to go in there, knock on the door, say, hey, man, you got some kids in there. And uh, and then they got the kids back. And here's the opposite of that. Utah father charged up the allegedly instructing his four-year-old to shoot at the police. Wait a second. This what? is the opposite day for this guy. Um, So they were being arrested at a McDonald's. Uh, the man was not. His name has not been released yet, which actually uh, kind of even nice. So they say so he um he brandished a firearm at the drive through upon receiving an incorrect order. What is it's, going on? dude? I'm telling you, you know, how we always pick up on trends. We yes, always do. We're always. always we're oh, but I don't remember any, I don't remember nearly as much fast food rage. This is a, I don't know what this, again, this is transferred rage from other things. Yeah, this but has I nothing don't know, to do with McDonald's. I don't think no. so, but it was just, this week had a lot. Um, when they saw the weapon, the McDonald's workers, very smart. They really, really, they knew how to do this because they said, hey, what you need to do is go park over there. We're going to, we got you. We're going to take you, all of this is out. We're going to give you extra food. We're going to take care of your bill. And then he went to go park to the side. They called the cops, right? Yeah. When they wow, arrived. they handled that like it happens all the time. Yeah, they, I mean, I, they must have a manual. And there must be some way they made it like, when you are about to be murdered at work, here's what you do. Like wow. fake a milkshake gift certificate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so be like, oh, look over there. You know, Ronald McDonald will be out there any moment now. Him just waving in the parking lot. Yeah, go take a picture. Photo yeah. op with Ronald. McDonald, then he's a cop. Great. It's an op. Whoa. Um, 
So they saw that he came in. They said they went to go talk to the guy. The, the cops came. They went to go talk to the guy sitting in his car. They had their fucking gun out, right? And they're like, all right, we, so we have to say we have to clear out the entire McDonald's because now it's an active shooter thing. Right. And then when they realized when they saw the gun, they saw that the kid was holding it in the front seat and popped off around out the window. Like, which he honestly is both. Well, obviously this is traumatizing, but also like. What a fun day with dad, kind of. Like, I never kind got of. to do anything like this with my father. Well, it's definitely like your last day with dad. <laughs> so I guess he definitely, like, they just like, well, let's do it all. <laughs> they didn't really care. Um, but the, the cops saw, they were like, kid. Um, and yeah, the kid who fired a weapon was four years old. Yep. Wow. And it's just, it's not good. It's it really, really not, not good because you really don't want them to get used to violence early. You really don't. Also, in restaurant news, I don't know what is up with today, but in Wisconsin, now, in Wisconsin, people, they tend to be like, I don't know. I don't think they get super. There's so much food that I just feel like they shouldn't be super aggressive. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, honestly, all over this country, I know there are supply line issues, but still, like, there is absolutely no reason to fight over food. There's so much food. There's yeah, so much food. We don't need to. Um, so a, Wis a Wisconsin restaurant worker was shot in the face during Good a Lord. dispute over an incomplete order. Anthony Rodriguez was working. Man. And he was the only dude working at this George Webb location in Wauwatosa. And all of a sudden, there was these two gals, their 20-year-old uh, sisters. They complained their order was missing a $3 hamburger. Okay. It must have been a pretty good burger. And then they went up to the dude and they were like, yo, man, where's our hamburger? And then Rodriguez says, they said they weren't going to pay. And I said, OK, well, I'm going to take your food since you're not going to pay for it. And then so I took it away. And that's when they shot him in the face. Oh, my God. And then he said, he said, I never expected to be shot as a server. And then he Whoa, said, he's still talking. Yeah, dude. He said, there's still big fragments in my throat oh my from God. the bullet. He said, I was in shock. I don't remember being in much pain, but I remember kind of internally freaking out and being very scared, just telling myself like, wow, I'm probably going to die here. Guys, we have a lot of people oh. that listen to our show that work in the food industry. And Be I'm going to say this, man, if you work for fucking Wendy's, that red-haired fucking bitch doesn't care if you get shot at work. Wendy does care. Wendy is was Wendy the hostage care. of Dave Thomas. The daughter. The, yeah, I, I, well, you know, what's the difference? And you guys really need to not die for these corporations. They Never. don't just give them the food. If someone's there Seriously. and it gets to a point where it, you're driving to a physical altercation, they can have the fucking food. It's just killing them anyway. Exactly. So, unfortunately, this... Well, thank God he's alive, but he has a two-year-old son, this guy, Good Anthony Lord. Rodriguez, and the Johnsons have been charged. Those are the two sisters. They have been charged with homicide, with attempted homicide, rather, and they're being held in jail. Um, Is there a third offense? I feel like there's a lot of attempted, attempted homicide. Can't there be, like, almost homicide? Yeah, Can't there almost. be, like, a third one where, like, well, you really tried to kill him with this one. You know, like, attempted murder, sometimes you're going to swipe somebody with the back of your car and you don't know. Sure. I don't know if that would be considered attempted murder unless well, you did it multiple that You're times. screaming with laughter. Well, that's right. You're like, like ah, Suge Knight. Ah, 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 ah. And then, technically, legally, you are culpable if you do laugh like the penguin. That is entirely true. And then, of course... Uh, you would have to pretend like you were blind, much like Mr. Suge Knight did in court, and it was quite fun. God, it was so good. Live from your Glade. People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh, like creator Kate. This Glade Orchid Neroli candle is so fresh. It's like fresh as watching a sunrise in Santorini. Yeah, I'm going to need more of those. Explore the new Glade Fresh collection today.
All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Well, are um, we there's on? this other story of the hunt for man seen empty and bag of blood in Reading. This Wait, is in what? the UK. This dude was just fine. They don't know. It's very strange. What do you Quantities mean? Quantities of blood were found. And <laughs> like this is on Broad Street, Duke Street, and Jackson's Corner. Duke this Street. is very, very early in the morning. Um, they just found like literally pools of blood everywhere. Uh, they don't uh. know what it is. They found video of just a dude with a white bag filled with blood. Um, Whose blood is it? I don't know. Where did he get all of it? I don't know. It was uh, they said then they saw the man walking outside his store. This was this is the the guy the CCTV footage it showed this guy emptying blood onto the street and the blood found everywhere. They thought that the the man might have been heading in the gen, the direction of the Royal Berkshire Hospital. Okay. We um, don't they don't know. They don't know whether or not the uh the source of blood is the result of an assault, but the police are saying they are going to keep an open mind. Well, isn't that fantastic? Just like those great people when it comes to Hank the Tank. Owen Parker Brunt. That's the manager of a wolf, wolf Italian street food. Ooh, I wonder if it's good. I don't know. Apparently, he watched this live with the cops on the CCTV camera. Mm. And I guess you just sort of got to enjoy the show. Yeah, I guess. It and left wonder blood everywhere. what the hell is happening. He said, yeah, we, we both found it very strange. It was extremely unusual to see. Yeah, I bet. yeah, yeah. He said, "I wouldn't." No, if it was super usual to see, that's unusual. That would I'd be been like, really well, weird. you know, they always come around and they always like to dump their blood out in front of my store. Yeah. And now, why do we be thinking about calling ourselves blood dumpers? But apparently, that's also a problem with the on uh, the the colostomy service across oh, the street. They even call themselves plump, blood dumpers. <laughs> the blood dumpers. We got poop dumpers. Um, he says, uh, "He says, I just hope the person in question is all right." And gets whatever help they need, which I, it seems like more blood. It seems um, like they need more blood. Uh, it does also seem like, or they've they've ruined their own blood collection. Oh, that's that's a weird collection. It but, is. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? Let's do freaking hero of the week. Yep. This week's hero of the week. It's uh, you know, hmm. I've actually gotten a couple of messages. Some. People saying, oh, I really enjoy the more abstract heroes. You've gone from people to concepts to, you know, animals to whatever. Um, this is the worst hero that you've week. ever done. Yeah. But he's also my celebrity cheat. I mean, I'm single, so it really doesn't matter. I'm not gay, so it's not going to happen. Uh, not even if I was, I don't think that he would have sex with me. Ryan it's a Reynolds, lot of rollback. A lot said. of roll. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm flipping. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he says. So Kissel, I just want to remind you that Kissel is naming Ryan Reynolds. As hero of the week. I'm millionaire Ryan Reynolds. Actor. Well, it's because he's just like you and I. Oh, yes. He's so relatable. He is. Well, he is because he's so talented. Um, he says his anxiety makes him feel like a different person oh, from wow. his public persona. I, so doesn't that remind all of us? So it's not so much oh, he's God, hero of the week. It's him. more just like the hero of the week is remembering that everyone is going through their own turmoil and stress. So today, I mean, so there's a lot of news going on. Lot of there's news. a lot of news going on. A lot of it's causing a lot of anxiety across the board. But we really need to pay attention to Ryan Reynolds' anxiety because of what he's feeling. 
That's what you're saying here. You're saying he's a hero because he's saying to the world, hey, I get nervous sometimes too. Exactly. And he has perfect abs. He's got a beautiful wife. He's so funny. They interact on social media. I'm like, oh my God, guys, you guys are get a room, please. And can I see? Um, but it is also this. nice to know that he also feels the same things that we do. because He he's feels also, nothing. Well, this is what he said. He said, I've had anxiety my whole life, really. And you know, I feel like I have two parts of my personality uh, oh that my one takes over. When that happens, that access one takes Hollywood? over. No, this is about being a fucking hero, man. He says, for example, this is something you can relate to. When I go out, like on Letterman, this is what he says. No, yeah, I always, when whenever I go out I'm on, preparing like, for my, yes, my massive press rollout of my huge, yeah. multi, multi, almost billion dollar films. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this is what he says. So like when I go out, I'm like Letterman back in the day, I was nervous. Oh, but I remember, God, wow. be, I remember being standing backstage before the curtain would open and I would think to myself, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then the curtain opens and I'm just going to be, and I'm just going to be a, a symphony of vomit. Uh, and then just like that, something horrible is going to happen. He said, but as soon as the curtains open and this happens a lot with work too, it's like a little guy takes over and he's like, I got this. You're cool. I, you know that and he says, I feel, I'm I feel so like, no, he I'm says, sorry, audience. I'm I, sorry, he everyone. Said, Don't apologize to the audience. He says, I feel like my heart rate drop, my breathing calms. And I just sort of go out there and I'm a different person. So and many I leave that interview going, God, I'd love to be that guy. I, he I, wants to be himself. I just That's how incredible I, Ryan is. All of these celebrities are now doing this thing where they're like, we're absolute filth hogs, just <laughs> like you. Like they say all of this shit where how like they share the same like toothpaste water and they like they don't they don't bathe for yeah, weeks on end and they're like, like just us. like you. And we're like, no, we live normally. You are an out of touch person. <laughs> but I have heard though, actually I'm reading this really interesting article right in front of me saying that Ryan Reynolds is actually in the middle of he's actually in Ukraine right now doing a pro-Russia <laughs> documentary, which I just think is really brave because we're not All hearing right, a lot like, of that perspective. I, and I think he's, he should be He's there. not Sean Penn, okay? <laughs> but this is what Reynolds said. He said, just to close it up, he said part of him talking about this again being so brave is that he wants to destigmatize things like this when super- him. Because, no, <laughs> even super rich, super handsome people have anxiety. I know. So anyway, man. it's. I mean, actually, now that I, I think about it, it, really never gets better. And I wish, I wish there was someone who was like, after I got ten million dollars, every single problem actually went away. Most and then do. I would, Most problems do go away. Right? But then you are left. You the actual, truly scary problems Ugh. go away. But then you are to like somebody like him. Then is left with himself, and he has to figure that out. But still, you know, I mean, welcome to the fucking club, Ryan Reynolds. All right. Welcome to the fucking club. Well, I'm happy you welcomed him to the club. I mean, you kind of yelled about it, but it, no, was, just it, was just, it was still technically a welcoming. Oh, well, right. I do like this other guy, the Sydney man who's trying to eat the fucking. Oh, are you doing the, the segment? This is the other. Are you is, doing a hero? This is a hero. Did Sydney you start, man. How much work have you done? How? What do you know about He's my special segment? He's trying to eat segment? a sausage at every Bunning store in <laughs> Australia. That actually is also very interesting, but I think he's doing it for. Well, um, he's trying to raise awareness for sausages. Well, interesting. Oh, I guess I'll do an email then for the if we're going to be switching roles. Uh, oh, this is a listener email. Ghost. There you go. So <laughs> We should not be recording. No, I am so brain dead. I can't even. I am a slot machine. I am a human slot machine right now. I, it's just all dings and dings and like, you lose. I'm just like so. Uh, but this dead. is what makes us relatable. We also show up to work hyper fucking hungover. We're heroes of the week, We're too. We're heroes. We'll take it. Now, you know who the heroes are? Who? The listeners. <laughs> okay. Here's a listener email. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple of good ones. We got one good that said the truth about 
taking your clothes off to fight, which is all about not having anybody able to grab anything. It's hard to oh, grab yeah. wet titties that are covered in sweat. Makes sense. Which I've, I know. Absolutely. I know all about. Uh-huh. Now, this is really interesting. I'm an American living in Cambodia for four years, and I can give you some context on why a blood slave is not such an outlandish idea here. Ooh. This is from last week's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cambodia has one of the least developed healthcare systems in the world. It is not uncommon for people to be turned away at the hospital door during emergencies with no explanation at all. There's also no blood donation network here. So if you need a surgery, you need to source your own blood. What? That includes during emergencies. Desperate Facebook posts from friends and families of critically ill patients looking for emergency blood donations are fairly common. If you will need it for elective surgery, then you will want to source it ahead of time. Obviously, when you have a scarce resource, that is literally the difference between life and death, combined with an ineffective justice system and no legal alternative, a black market will develop that will exploit people to the fullest. Wow, Uh, I didn't know that. Further, the town that it happened in, the I I wish I knew how to pronounce this, in Shahanukville, it's basically become a Chinese mafia boom town in the last 10 years with huh. residents forced out of their homes and jobs in favors of massive casinos and hotels. It's, that seems very interesting. It's very, very, very yes, intense. I, I, oh, man. Brutal. All right. Good to know. One night I was sleeping alone in my bed and I felt a weight next to me like my wife lying down. Uh-oh. I rolled also over. Also a slight diss on your wife. Yeah, like I never can... feel Natalie lie down. Absolutely not. I rolled over and there was no one there at which point I fully woke up. I sat up, looked around, assumed I was dreaming and laid back down to my wife's side of the bed, my preferred sleeping position. I felt the weight again and I rolled over expecting to see my wife. Again, nothing. My eyes fully open. I examined the room, roll back over and I close my eyes. Now this happens a third time. I roll over again expecting to see nothing. However, I see a large bulky shape like a football player wearing pads under the blanket. And I immediately utter, who the hell are you? I hear this guttural sound that says something like, what? The next thing I know, I'm standing at the end of my bed. There's a six foot giant black demon looking motherfucker just yanking on my dick in an aggressively sexual way. And then a long black python looking snake crossing the room and then slowly wrapping its way around my leg. I start hyperventilating as it seems all too real. And right when I blow my load, I wake up in my bed with a raging heart on. Right? (laughs) No, I've never felt so scared and violated in my life. Yeah, because you got fucking raped by a dream snake. I guess I dashed out of the room, took a piss while basically standing on my head, checked on my wife who was still working, and then I laid back down in bed staring at the ceiling unable to sleep. You know when we got that pee-pee boner? Uh-huh. That's hard. You get it everywhere. Absolutely. You spray and you spray and you spray and you spray. Triple you stream stop. sometimes. And it hurts. Absolutely. Um, so over the next few days, I felt completely drained of energy and then eventually returned to normality. Now, I've done a bit of research as I've never heard this term before, but it looks like something from Arabic mythology related to a jinn. I contacted oh. an Arabic scholar that one of my friends knew, and she said not to worry. The snake was a sign of good luck. Well, th- well, then, okay. So it was a good fucking, yeah. But honestly, they're saying they don't know. This guy's freaked out, and he does not wish for a second fix. All right. Please leave him alone. Doesn't sound like so much good luck to me, but all oh, right. Yes. Now, I can remember my grandfather telling me a fairy named Rodney lived in the outdoor AC unit at a river house and writing me notes from Rodney and pristine cursive and leaving them around for me to find. There's another story where my great-grandfather's ghost knocked on the wall to remind everyone how many years it had been since she died when no one seemed to remember, and a story about a ghost dog who barked at the evening news even after he passed away. This story is one that my father told me ever since I was a kid. When 9-11 happened, 
I was only four years old. So I can only remember walking by the TV and seeing the news on and thinking it was some action movie. But my father remembers the day very differently. Mm -hmm. All airplanes were grounded on the day of 9-11 for obvious reasons. But my dad clearly remembers looking up on that clear morning to see a blue sky devoid of anything other than clouds when suddenly a white object appeared looking like a star in the daytime sky. Mm. Now, at first, it sat perfectly still, but then it began moving. Its movements were regular, not in a straight line like the ISS when you see it, but slowly to one side, then back to the way it came before going up at a curved angle and starting on its own course towards a horizon. He watched it until it vanished over the tree line, and he wouldn't believe it because everyone knew that all planes were grounded. Right. And this is pre-Jerome era, I believe, 2001. close to it. Or, I mean, who knows what they had. Now, he always postulated that it could have been a satellite ejecting some form of heat to change positions. But to my knowledge, they go up in orbit and stay on a fixed path. Nothing can explain what he saw that day. And I may well have seen something similar, a light in the sky during a clear day that moved irregularly. Certainly not the ISS, certainly not a plane, definitely Hmm. not a shooting star, and probably not just some story. The origins of this mysterious light in the sky might never be known. Just thought it was interesting to share, and it would be interesting to see if anybody else had the same experience. All right. Let us know. Oftentimes when the psychic world is shattered, which, of course, 9-11 was universally felt, maybe some spooky stuff happens. It really is. It's very, very interesting. Very creepy, deep, and dear. Yes, indeed. Okay. So you guys know we're wrapping up this fucking bullshit you guys gonna go on the fuck Patreon, right? You get to do triple O. We're gonna do it. Oh, you're gonna fucking gonna... do this announcement. You're gonna do like this, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in our Patreon, just so you know, we are going to be yes. doing filmed episodes of side stories that you will be able to see only at the I forget what number. No smellovision. No smellovision. We're gonna no. be watching us, and that is going to be getting next week. Yes. So join the Patreon to watch what it looks like when we arrive hungover in the studio. You can really <laughs> see the, our gray faces uh, lined with sometimes a little bits of cheese sauce. Sometimes, oh, is that like is that blood? Oh no, it's jam because <laughs> we went to got we got the fucking you know we, we got the pastry basket Ooh. for breakfast because you never know. So you gotta love every day. You gotta live your life every day, mm-hmm. knowing that pastry basket might come. It might take forty five minutes. It might take an hour and a half. Sure. They're understaffed. Did you get one? Um, absolutely, I did. Okay, yeah, it came, and then I loved it. I loved every moment of it because I like a cheese Danish. I like a little mignon. Of course. You know what I mean? You go out there, you get a coffee. That's really nice. You go down to the Starbucks, get a coffee, live that life, love that life, you know? And then you laugh just thinking about the fact that, yeah, I ate pastries for breakfast and I'm probably going to die soon because of the solar flare that's going to knock out the grid. But when it comes down to it, at least today, at least today, today, I have a croissant in my belly. And that's all we can ask for. All right, everyone, take care of yourselves out there. We'll see you real soon. We can't wait to see y'all in Chicago. Chicago town. We'll be eating our sausages. Okay, everyone. So Hail yourselves! Hail Satan! Magustalation. Hail me, fucker! All right, also check out our show on Sirius. City of Wide Shoulders. Yes. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.